Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Saturday, May 27, 2023, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We just keep showing up. No excuses, just free picks. And, uh, of course, this show, as always, available on Spotify, iTunes, Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever. I don't even know all these different ones. I'm not a podcast listener, but we are available on all those called Picks from the Doghouse. So check it out there. Usually you get some bonus uh, on there because I forgot to hit the uh, stop record button and you catch Rod and Chris and I talking about different things about who's going to sue us or whatever based upon what we just said on the show prior to that because, well, everyone knows I'm a name caller. But anyways, um, up first here today is going to be Rod. Rod, how's it going? Going good, going good. Uh, nice Saturday. Uh, some great games uh, going on in uh, today's action. And, uh, yeah, we definitely do. Uh, if you tune into uh, those podcasts, you definitely might uh, get a little bonus uh, action there as well. <laughs> Everyone knows I am from the great state of Florida, the hockey capital of the world. Four years in a row sending teams to the NHL finals. Um, it is, uh, you know, kind of where the game was invented and where the game has now been dominated is the state of Florida way more often than Canada. That's for sure. At this point, what do you think of this uh, recent development where hockey, hockey, hockey world South? Right. People, people forgot though, that, that the hockey world South is, uh, the, the Panthers, uh, they won the uh, president's trophy last season. So, uh, one year off the president's trophy now uh, in the Stanley cup final, we should have seen the coming. Well, we had <laughs> the, we had the lightning out. three years in a row in the finals from Florida. And now the Panthers making it four years in a row that a Florida team has represented in the finals. Um, this is uh, <laughs> unprecedented, I would say. And 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 they just sitting back, relaxing, waiting for the uh, watching these uh, the other two teams beat each other up and uh, going, all right, we get to keep the snot on whoever's the tiredest. <laughs> well, <laughs> was looking there. Well, Speaking of kicking the snot, we're going to kick the snot out of the books today. What are you looking at for everybody? Well, the first game, we're going to, we're going to look at uh, these Blue Jays here uh, taking on the, the Twins. And you know what? I'm actually going to back the Blue Jays here. They haven't been the greatest team uh, in the last uh, week or week and a half or so uh, after getting swept by the Orioles, losing uh, the series three games to one to uh, the Rays. Now they're coming to here to Minnesota, where they like beating up on the central team. Uh, 4-0 in their last four. And... Uh, Bassett gets uh, the start here for the for the Jays, and uh, he's been pretty good over his last three. One to one with a point eight four ERA. He's uh, having a pretty good season. Five and three with a three ERA uh, over uh, sixty two innings of work this season. Team is uh, six and four in his starts. On the other, on the other side of the mound, you're getting uh, Lopez getting the start for uh, the Twins here in this one, and uh, I faded him early and often when he was with the Marlins, and now we get to fade him even more. He's uh, definitely uh, been sliced and diced up this uh, season in, in a few games. Two and three on the season with a 3.9 ERA. You look at him on the road, one uh, at home, one and one with a 5.25 ERA. Yikes. I'm going to go with the Jays here to continue to roll. They're 4-0 against the AL Central. 4-0 to that cover in that run line as well. And you look at the uh, the Twins here, 10-23 and 23 in their last uh, 33 Versus a starter with a whip less than 1.15. They're also 1-6 and six in their last seven versus a right-handed starter. And when it comes down to the bullpen, over the last five games, that Jays bullpen has stepped up a little bit, and they're definitely uh, 
riding the hotter hand uh, than these twins. So uh, let's go with the Jays, who are 6-3 uh, and three in Game 2s, following up another win. So uh, let's go with the Jays uh, to get a back-to-back win here on Saturday, uh, beating up the Twins again. Of course, the Jays' last place in the American League East coming into this one, and, uh, you know, Bassett has been outstanding. Um, he was outstanding last year for the Mets, having to move into the number one spot in that rotation um, with two injuries ahead of him. So he was a number three that moved into a number one, pitched really well in there. Of course, a couple years ago in Oakland, he got hit in the face with a comebacker to the mound, got knocked out cold, missed the whole rest of the season on that one. So this guy is a great story and really a good pitcher. I got to agree with you. I mean, if, the, if they can win with Kevin Galsman on the mound against the team, then they can, they can win with basically anybody, man. Just put a pile of dog shit out there. Galsman, one of the most pathetic pitchers out there in all of baseball. I mean, this guy goes at like minus 190 and just gets his butt kicked on a regular basis. I mean, he's always one of those world of potential guys, right? I've been I've yeah. made I, I built an extension onto my house off Kevin of Faden Kevin Gausman throughout my lifetime. Uh, this year has been no different. So I mean, if you can win with him, I think that the Twins might be in some trouble. Regressing certainly in uh, in an American League Central where uh, you know the uh, anybody can win now. Anybody. I mean, the White Sox are nine games under five hundred. They're only five games back in the division. Right? That, that's how bad it is. And you know the, the Twins. Trading a rise, they don't have the bats now to uh, to get them to get them across. And I think the Marlins, you know, fleeced the Twins on that trade, and uh, they knew what they were doing when they traded Lopez. Um, they they picked the guy that they felt was expendable. I mean, they had fifteen pitchers there, and they're like, "All right, this oh, is yeah. the guy that we'll get rid of." You know, it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. you got to figure. Wow, you know. Anyways, what's I wonder what Gaussman's numbers are like as far as betting numbers this year. He's got to be like minus a thousand. Oh, that's got to be not good. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's when he wins, it's good. you know he wins, it's plus a hundred. When he loses, it's minus you know one ninety or something. One ninety yeah. or minus two. I've seen it minus two fifteen. I think that one game it was like, oh, not been two times my money on Gaussman. Yeah, you know, we've had entire morning shows dedicated to fading Kevin Gausman. He is uh, he oh, definitely yeah. fits in our straight ass column. But anyways, what do you got for us today, Pick dogs? Today, uh, I got one more one more play for you quickly. We're gonna go to the uh, WNBA. Nobody else touches on that. I'm gonna go with the uh, as, as I touched on it yesterday on the drive through. Um, quickly, we're gonna go with the uh, Sparks here to, in Vegas. As me and Tony said, uh, the Vegas Aces. Holy, do they always get so much love. Take the Los Angeles Sparks plus the 15 and a half points you're getting with them. Vegas doesn't cover these numbers. They're like 0 in 14 or 0 in something um, and covering these big giant spreads. So take the uh, Los Angeles Sparks and the WNBA to cover this massive number. Um, nice little bonus play for everybody. There. Of course, we don't in talk about touching in WNBA. We're not going to get canceled here by anybody. Someone's no, going to no, misconstrue no. it, you know, <laughs> say whatever. We're going to say we're going to look at, at a game in the WNBA, and we're going to do it that way. So Rod didn't mean he was actually going to touch the WNBA. He was just going to, to, to battle. We're, so we're just don't twist it. Yes, don't I twist know, it. I know, I know. <laughs> we say we give you plenty else to work with. <laughs> you don't need to twist the words. No. Right, sorry, my bad. Wasn't trying to touch anybody. Wasn't trying to not not suggesting it. <laughs> yeah, wasn't suggesting that. Not good. Keep your hands to yourself. Definitely that's nothing suggest. to do with it. We're talking about the game. All right, Rod, what are you selling to pick dogs today? And, and over at pick dogs today, I've got uh, my uh, top play on the on the board. My twenty dollars uh, 
MLB home run. You can scoop that up singly for uh, 20 bucks, or I've got a nice uh, three-pack here. Uh, all the night games, uh, which include uh, my top play in the NHL, the NBA, and that uh, $20 bookie buster home run included in that three-pack. Head on over, pick those premium, scoop it up, and have a big day. All right, Rod had to go first today. He normally is uh, towards the back end of things, but hopefully have a great day, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Have a good one. Good luck with all your bets. Smash that thumbs button. Costs you nothing. Helps us a ton. Appreciate everybody. Good luck with all your bets. What was that? What are you mumbling about? What is that shit? Smash that thumbs <laughs> Like, serious, man. That was like a big mumble ramble there. <laughs> 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 what the hell are you talking about? I think he said smash. Either, either he said smash the like button or I think I'm going bass fishing tomorrow. Thanks, Rod, for joining us. <laughs> 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 what was that, man? <laughs> it's like, I never even saw that coming. Whew. Man, you learn new stuff on this show every day. Next up, we got Al McMorty. Al, <laughs> I, I don't know. Any idea what Rod was talking about there? I, you know, it's early in the morning. I don't know. It's, <laughs> so. it's like, I don't even know what Al even said. It's like, <laughs> It's like, Last I remember, he did get teeth, so I thought we were going to avoid this. How's it going well, now? It's going well. I got no complaints. Um, big day for you. Uh, you know, you get two more bites at the apple. Well, I think, you know, coming into this one, I know you're going to talk about this game, and a lot of people are saying, oh, the Heat are in trouble, and oh, man, they've been playing bad recently, whatever. I'll tell you what, if anyone said the Heat were going to be up three to nothing in this series to start it out, nobody picked that. You know, and I and I'm the most optimistic of optimistic, and I didn't say sweep. I didn't say they're going to be up three nothing. None of those things. I still, you know, I, I, of course the Heat's going to win the series. They're going to close it out tonight, yeah. but it's you know, that's that goes without saying. But I know Al disagrees. But uh, I maybe mean, I can give him a chance to win some of his money back that we've been that's right. on this no, I, I, mean, I mean, look, I mean, if, if if we're being honest here, you know, it's not a premium play for me, so I don't disagree. You know, intensely. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I've got a premium play on the total, but definitely not on the side. But I, you know, given given a choice between the two teams, I do favor Boston in this game, but I like them on the money line minus 145 as opposed to minus three. But there points. hasn't been any close games in this series one way or the other, and there I hasn't know. been a lot of close games in the, playoffs. In the playoffs. I mean, you I can know. count on your one hand how many games where the points have factored. The, the Heat's closeout against the Knicks mm-hmm. was one of them. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I Denver Lakers, there was... Um, Very there was few one. games. Yeah, there was one in Very there. Very few. Um, but not many others. So, and, that's, and that's usually that's usually the way the playoffs work. But you know, I, I favor the Celtics today. It's uh, home teams in a game six or a game seven of a playoff series. They're now three and nineteen ATS their last twenty two when they're not favored by more than point by four points. Here, of course, Miami's a three point dog. Road favorites now fourteen and ten with a push ATS in the elimination game since nineteen ninety one. Uh, including 11 and 6 ATS if they're a top two seed and 8 and 2 ATS their last 10, regardless of seed. And then Boston in elimination games has been terrific over the years. 7 and 1 ATS its last eight. Boston's also 9 and 0 ATS its last nine playoff games as a road favorite of four points or less. And then Miami, not very good as a home dog, Mitch. 3 and 6 ATS its last nine in the playoffs. And Miami is 24 and 45 ATS versus Boston at home 
including five and 11 ATS this last 16 as a home underdog. I mean, when you add it all up, I, I, I just like Boston minus $1.45. I think you left out the the keyest of key numbers there, and that is oh Eric Spolstra, one hundred six and sixty eight in playoff games, <laughs> and uh, I'm telling you, he's been a dog probably in more than half of them. So I, I think uh, I certainly like my chances here with my Heat, and I like him at home, and I like the fact that they haven't played that well the last two games. Kind of got it out of their system. We saw Boston, you know, play poorly in a few games as well. But I think when the Heat play their best game and Boston plays their best game, the Heat have won those games. And I think that you know the Heat will win this one too. They are the better team. They have the better coach and they have the better players and uh, they have a lot more heart and a lot more guts. And I think on the road when things start going bad and you don't have a team leader, you're in deep, deep doo doo. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think what the Heat have going for them is back-to-back blowout losses. Um, that's the strongest thing in their face. And, and Eric Spolster is coach, one of the top three coaches in the game. So that's that's on the Heat side for sure. I think that he, um, I think he, I think he has what it takes here. And I think you know, having Vincent back in, having you know Jimmy Butler at home, having that home crowd, I think it's going to be way too much. I think the Celtics have shown at least some pride after getting blown out in game in game three in Miami where it looked like they were on the brink of a sweep. The heat were actually favored for the first time in the series in game four. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd lost that game. So, you know, being favored or, or dog hasn't really had much effect on the heat. They were, you know, dogs in every game against the Bucks. They won, you know, they beat them up four to one in that series. Then the one game that, that Giannis, like when Giannis um, didn't play is when they didn't lost. Didn't play, then right? they lose by they 16. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it hasn't made a lot of sense for them. I just like the Heat, and I just think it, as hard as it is to win four in a row, it's as hard just to win four in a row the other way around. It's so hard to win four out of seven. Yeah, I mean, it's just well, it's hard. hard to win four yeah. out of seven, but it's even harder to win four in a row. Oh know? sure, but but it's it's but at the end of the day, you know, at this point, Boston just needs to win two in a row, and Miami just needs to win one out of the next two, and that's really the only thing that matters. I got the Heat minus five at plus plus two fifty five odds in this one personally. So that's where I'm at. All right, Al, what are you selling today? <laughs> we're not, we're obviously not, I'm not going to talk him off the Celtics here. No, like I said, I mean, my big play is the total. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm 17 and five, my last 22 or 16, five and one, depending on lines, uh, last 22 NBA, uh, currently on an eight, no run overall across all sports. How many of those my, five are the heat? How many of those losses five were, were, were are they going heat? against the Heat? My guess is all of them. Two. <laughs> I'm going to no, guess my, <laughs> No, my guess is two. I'm going to say all of them. No, it was two. Right. <laughs> because I had some. To- I think I had some totals in there as well, and you know, uh, you know, one Lakers. You didn't have the um, Bucks. Oh, th- th- this is this is seventeen. And so it goes five. further back. This the is, this is further, further. Yeah, back. this is, is right. yeah. Yeah, so it, What's your record was, in heat games this uh not, not good. <laughs> not definitely not Worse good. Worse than Jay I, Briggs? I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> Briggs has gone against the Heat in every single playoff game. So they went four yeah. one against the Bucks, four two against the Knicks. They're up three two here. So I mean it's easy to figure out his record in in this, right? He's one and right. four, and then he's you know, he was one and four, then two and four. So it makes him three and eight, and now he's three and two, so uh he's Five and eleven, 
in the playoffs in yeah. eight games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't, I don't, I don't pick every game, so you know, I wouldn't. Well, Jay does, and he goes against yeah. Heat and all of them. He takes yeah. the Mavericks, and he goes against Heat. Yeah, so it's kind of like he. Well, does that go back to the Dallas Miami playoff rivalry? Is that what he's doing? Where he just can't stand the Heat uh, after they, you know. I think it goes to the Wade. regular season where they couldn't cover anything. Right. Yeah, they flipped the switch in the playoffs. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I've got I've got my uh, NBA Conference Finals total of the uh, year today. Uh, I've got my USFL play. Um, it's a totals play. I'm eighty six percent on USFL totals last two seasons or since the league was founded. And then I've got baseball as well. So uh, three plays up at Pick Dogs Premium right now. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. As always, Al, we'll see you tomorrow celebrating you tomorrow. that, talking about that Nuggets Heat Finals and uh, <laughs> Game 1 in Denver on Thursday night. Anyways. Good luck. <laughs> always fun to talk to Al. It's, I tell you what, I always I think Al's one of the best handicappers out there, but it's always fun to be on the other side. You know, it's like I enjoy doing the show, not just to um, – not just to uh, – be on the other side of people, but um, you know, in in general, I like to um, I like to uh, you know, it's fun to have a, a little debate and discussion. But anyways, bring in our next guest, and anyone want to go next? Raise your hand quick. If not, I'm gonna randomly take you, El Ninos. What's happening? I'm pretty good. How are you doing, Mitch? I'm doing good. I'm gonna have to turn it right over to you for your pick because I got someone at the door. So, All right, uh, you what do you got? We'll be. Uh, we'll come at, back uh, to the other banter in just a second. All right, I'll try to try to delay this as long as I can. So we'll be looking at the Atlanta Braves taking on the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Charlie Morton will be starting for the Braves, coming in uh, having a pretty uh, up and down season. A mixed result throughout. He uh, has a three point six one ERA, about a pretty uh, high WHIP, a one point forty one, and. Um, I really like the Braves uh, lineup a lot better than the, than the Phillies. Now the Phillies obviously do have some pretty good hitters in there, and uh, Bryce Harper's done uh, pretty well against Morton in the past. So one of the reasons I uh, kind of kept me off making uh, this one a premium uh, is the fact that um, the Phillies actually have slightly better numbers against Morton than the Braves do against Wheeler, who again has had. Um, pretty mixed uh, season we've seen them have some pretty good outings and some uh not so good ones uh but again he has uh, pretty good numbers against this atlanta lineup and, uh, and so it's uh, it's hard to just be interesting to see if he uh, can keep those numbers up but i do think that um you know again not coming in the best of forms of wheeler here so i do think uh that the braves can get to him a little bit and uh as, as many uh, good hitters as the Phillies have, uh, this uh, Braves lineup is just a deeper lineup from top to bottom. And uh, that's what gives me the biggest edge here is how uh, they just won't give Wheeler a break uh, one through nine. You know, they're going to keep coming at him. So uh, i like the Braves to get the job done at home tonight. I today. love fading me some Zach Wheeler. I don't really <laughs> care about the circumstances. The bigger the odds on Wheeler, the better as far as I'm concerned. Just whatever kind of value. And it's like I've reversed run line against this guy. Generally, though, you do get into some tight games. He's the type of guy that even when he pitches well, it's like he gets into like that seventh inning, gives up one run, and loses one nothing. Just he, he's had that type of career. I mean, there's certain guys that are just like that, and I think Wheeler um, is like that. But, uh, you know, I, 
I, I like I said, I think the Braves are just the better team here. They're, the Braves generally are slow starters, but normally they're after the All Star break team. They picked it up in the Phillies last year. Were terrible up until the last two months of the season. They rode it all the way to the World Series. Um, I'm with you though. I'm going to take the. I'm with you on the Braves. Yeah, and I'd wait till closer to to the game starting here because uh, I've seen some money coming in on the Phillies, and uh, they will just get a better price as the day goes on. Now, if you do see again that number getting worse for the Braves, make sure you jump on it right away. But uh, again, it looks like we'll be getting uh, getting. Uh, Better price closer to 4 p.m., which is when the game starts. All right. What do you got for sale today at Pick Dogs? Got a uh, three-pack, two MLB, and my uh, best bet in tonight's uh, game six and the NBA. Um, got my 10-star, uh, uh, sorry, MLB uh, Grand Slam, which is on three-in-one run, if you want to check that out. And, uh, again, got all those plays individually if you're just looking for one play at a time. But, uh, again, grab that three-pack or a uh, long-term two-for-one cap or pass. That was a better deal. All right, Al, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right, have a good one. All right, that was Al Ninos. Next up, got Wayne. Wayne, what's happening? What's going on, Mitch? Welcome back. Haven't seen you in a while on the show. So, uh, how's things going? Everything's going good, man. Just chuckling with you, uh, messing with Rod earlier, man. You got to tickle me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about, man. I, I, it's like, if I don't understand it, I can't imagine how anyone watching can understand it. But one of the things that Jay Briggs and I have been talking about is we're sitting here waiting with bated breath for these tickets to go on, scale, on sale for Spence against Crawford. The thing is, is Spence going to be able to to go to the ring? I mean, this is one of those things where it's like you're going to plan a whole trip out to Vegas and a whole everything, and then it's like, eh, is he going to not be able to, to make it? Are they going to delay the fight and all that stuff? You kind of have to watch out for it. when Once these guys get into this sort of thing, Oh, man, you know, it's like that's the problem with boxing. As most people know, I have one of my very best friends was Manny Pacquiao's bodyguard. And um, he always said this is the he works at the wild card gym. He works with Freddie and he always says and Freddie says the same thing. It's the craziest thing in the world because you're never sure if the fight's actually going to go until both guys are standing in the ring. And even then, you're not 100 percent sure that it's really going to happen. Like that's yeah. how crazy these things and how loosely it's held together. This is my first time hearing something like that, so that's very interesting. I didn't know it was that hard, you know, for these mega fights. You know, and it makes sense. Well, think but, about uh, it, Pacquiao Mayweather, right? So Pacquiao Mayweather, mm-hmm. which took years to put together, right? Mm-hmm. Eight years to put the fight together. Manny's in the dressing room. They're supposed to give him a cortisone shot before the fight, right? Then they say, we're not going to give you the shot, right? That it's against the thing. They make the decision in the locker room before the fight, the Nevada Athletic Commission. Pacquiao could have easily said, fine, then I can't go, right? I mean, it's right with with an arena full of people, you know, people paying, you know, eight, ten thousand dollars, you know, a seat. More yeah, than, why would why wouldn't you uh, kind of get that confirmed beforehand? Well, he, it was I mean, confirmed. Why, why they, it was okay, confirmed. It changed. It okay. changed at the last second. That's but these crazy. are types of things that you see all the time. I mean, <laughs> I, I you know, in boxing, it's one of those crazy things where it's like you're never quite sure what's going to happen until they actually get into the ring. And you know, when you walk into into the arena in Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, it's like this. 
the fighters and the trainers and everybody on the way in and the way out, we're all going through the same entrance and the same exit, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, like you're walking out and it's like, hey, isn't that uh, Julio Cesar Chavez next to me? It's like, it's like people are stopping for the pictures, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's crazy, man. But um, nah, let me know about them tickets, Mitch. I definitely will try to uh, make sure I got all my ducks in a row to get down there. If you're planning on going to the fight, I'm interested. Oh, we're absolutely man. planning on going. I don't one, know. So. I don't know what the prices are, and I I don't oh, it's know. It's gonna be outrageous, but I'm ready. I, I get it. My ducks. Well, in I a never row. get. I try to avoid the nose of nosebleeds, but I usually will get the next ones down unless I have an inside <laughs> contact that can get me reasonable seats. But I I'm not paying eight ten thousand dollars for a ticket for a fight. I did yeah. that for the Pacquiao Mayweather. Um, and I say to that, never again, man. <laughs> Pay-per-view next time at, at best. <laughs> no, no, I, w- I would go to the fight, but I would wait till the last second, second to get my tickets. I waited pretty long. I waited, waited, waited. I still got considerably a good lesser than face value on the tickets, but they were still mm-hmm. way too high for what, you know, what it was. But um, I think in general, I've always been able to, to do well, but tickets have gotten crazy over the years. But it's like... I know at the at T-Mobile, you don't need to be right on top of it, but it's like you don't want to be all the way up, but it's like if you could be maybe the next level is okay, good enough. You know, you can see from everywhere. I know that. You got an early lean, Mitch? Do you, uh, do you keep up with them too? Uh, any, uh, have if, you Spence seen any healthy, I, if Spence is healthy, I like Spence. If, it, if, like if, if he's not 100%, then I got to go with Crawford, but I think that Spence is the better fighter. I think he just comes across bigger and stronger, you know. Definitely, I mean, and it's like uh, I think I think there's a reason when you when you have a guy. I ha- always hate the guys that will only fight in their place, you know. And Crawford has done that the bulk of his career. I'll only fight in like Omaha, Nebraska, or something. It's like I Very hate true. that because there was a guy named um, uh, Virgil. Uh, oh man, what was his name cruiserweight? Olympian, Virgil something. He only fought out of Bismarck, North Dakota, and he went out of Bismarck, and he got out on his ass is what happened to him, you know? You go out of Bismarck. That's interesting, so, man. I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but you're, you're very right. Like, um, there's certain guys, they only the fight in their own fights. building. They'll only fight in their own building. It's like, well, you know, it's like the big fights are in Vegas, and it's like you, if you want to be on the center stage and you want to be considered in those um, – in that realm, then you need to fight on that big stage. And that's where the big money, big fights are. You can't expect these guys to come into your backyard every single time. I mean, if you win the first one and your rematch clause says, well, then if, if you got to come back to Nebraska. Well, that's one thing. But it's like, you can't expect these guys to consistently go in. And that's what, you're not going to attract the, the highest level of competition that way. Also, as a top-ranked fighter, they've dot they've, they dodge the big guys too, you know. I know yeah, that. that's that's very true. You but Crawford's great. Right I mean, it's, it's finally yeah, good yeah. to see that he fights somebody. I think I would like to have seen a few years ago. True, would have been a better fight just uh, before Spence in the accident. But um, hey, we here now, and uh, I think both of them uh, are still in their prom though. Still got a lot to give, so it's gonna be a um, firefight, firefight. But I like Spence early here. Um, I just think that he's he has fought better opponents, too. 
Leaning with you, man. I mean, anytime you uh, get thrown out of Ferrari and you fight in the same year, man, I think Crawford's kind of going against Superman. <laughs> Crawford's, Crawford's pretty tough, too. I mean, he's, he's no, he tough, too. It just, it's hard to always tell when, you, when you're fighting at Omaha, Nebraska every single time, you know. Well, little, you know. It's going to be a little different story at T-Mobile, that's for sure. Uh-huh. We definitely know Spencer went um, across seas and all over the place to grab all these belts. He caused the strap season. He's literally went everywhere uh, to become the A-side and take Crawford out of that comfort zone. And uh, I'm lo- loving to see what's about to happen. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at Crawford real, real quick here and see exactly where he's been fighting at. Let's see. So he fought, um, he fought Sean Porter. In um, in Mandalay, he fought Kel Brook in the bubble at MGM, and he fought um, Kavalaskis at Madison Square Garden. Con- Amir Khan is done at this point. Yeah, um, even that Kel Brook fight um, when Spence fought Kel Brook, that was for a belt. He went to Kel Brook's hometown. It took so it was like a completely different atmosphere, completely different fight, completely different Kel Brook. So it was like yeah, and I mean Jeff Horn. At uh, you know, at MGM, so he hasn't fought at T-Mobile yet. I I actually can't stand Mandalay to watch fights. To me, that's to me that's the worst place. But anyways, let me get to this pig, Mitch. Yeah, could you? All right, um, I'm going to the game between uh, San Fran and the Brewers, man. And uh, unless I'm tripping, man, I'm going with the Brewers here. I mean, I'm not the Brewers. I'm going with uh, San Fran with the plus money. Um, they're 26 and 25 on the season. They're 11 and 14 on the road, but they're nine and seven uh, on the road when they're road dogs. They're eight and two in their last ten. This Brewers team, they're fifteen and eleven at home, but they're four and six in their uh, last ten. I see the money coming in on the Brewers. I know uh, a lot of people are probably thinking Brewers are, are down 0-2. They're trying to avoid the sweep. They're at home. They got their ace on the mound, Corbin Burns. But uh, Corbin Burns haven't been looking like an ace to me lately. I know a lot of people are. Um, Hoping they get the old Cor- Corbin Burns, but I'm not uh, banking on that. I think if you're taking the Bruins today, you're going to get what you asked for, and you're going to get burned. Corbin Burns is uh, throwing a 3.9 ERA on the season, 4.7 ERA um, at home, and 1.4 whip. And uh, in the night games, a 2.7 whip, and one point, uh, I mean, a 2.7 ERA and a 1.3 whip. Not going to cut it. On the other side, we got Logan Webb on the mound. This guy's been throwing straight heat rock lately. Uh, he shut out Miami the last time he was out. He has a 2.7 ERA on the road and a uh, 1.1 whip. In his last three, he has 0.9. To me, San Fran has a better pitching matchup, more consistent bats. Even on the bullpen, and you're giving me plus money in this situation, man, give me San Fran here. I'm with you. I took the Giants last night with a premium pick. I like the Giants again here too. It's they're playing really, really well right now. They're on top of their game. They're just really timely hitting. And I think when you see them just rack up Freddie Peralta like that, it's like, uh oh, you know, they're gonna be able to get because he's this high strikeout guy. And um, you know, the Brewers are in trouble here. 
I think that this is what we've seen from the Brewers in last year too, where it's like they have a good roster of pitchers, but now with Woodruff out, you know, they're not the same. And then, you know, their batting order just has too many holes. And now without Adamas, who got hit with the uh, foul ball into the dugout, into the he got I think got hit in the face. Um, he's so he's out as well. So the Brewers, you know, a little bit taken back where they're not a team that can really afford that. I think they need a, a couple actually actually they needed a couple bats before that. So I think they're in trouble. I'm with you in this one. And then what? of course Colin Ray to look forward to tomorrow for him. <laughs> Why do you think some of the money's coming on the uh, Brewers match? You think just because of starting pitcher? Oh yeah, because uh, because of, of Burns, you know. Yeah. Okay. Also because they lost yesterday. But the thing is, you know, without Adamas, it's like I I don't know. Maybe people aren't saying that. I have no idea. Them, bad, that, them bats that just aren't there. And uh, three seven in the last ten versus San Fran. San Fran just had their number two. So um, it's a lot of reasons I'd rather take the dog in this spot. I'm not as big a follower as the on the money as a lot of these other as a lot of these people are. Not just seen the line movement open at 105. Now they play even and um. Uh, Brewers open at 115, 120. No crazy line movement, but it is moving in the Brewers' favor. Mm-hmm. And look at Spence. Three fights at um, three fights at AT and T Stadium, Staples Center, Barclays in Brooklyn. So Spence hasn't fought in Vegas in a while either since 2015. Yeah, he loves his Texas fights. If he can get them at Texas at uh, Jerry Jones Worlds, he lo- he loves them. But he, like you said, man, he's one of those fighters who'll go anywhere. It's not about that. It's, a, it's it's really about his legacy. I love them legacy fighters. You just aren't scared. So this fight, the reason why tickets aren't on sale yet, this fight has not been approved by the Las Vegas uh, Commission yet. Dang. I don't like hearing that. <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 usually a formality, and it's it's always a money thing, you know, as like anything else. But anyways, what do you what do you got going on at Pick Dogs today? I got my best bet in um, all the sports today um, out there for sale. That means I got one in the MLB, one in the NBA, and one in the NHL game today. And I have a three-pack um, all, um, with all three of those mixed up. So I um, got to get any any – Anything you want today, I got you. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Wayne, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Keep an eye on those. We'll keep. We'll be. I'll be keeping an eye on those tickets together. Please do, man. All right. That was Wayne Scott. Up next, we've got Eric, new to uh, Pick Dogs. Eric, how's it going? Just enjoying my first coffee of the day. Nice to meet everybody here on the channel. All right. Well, you started a new video. Are you a drip coffee guy, Mitch, or are you an espresso guy? I'm a coffee guy, and in fact, I get my coffee sent to me. Um, this is, first. I think, the first time anyone's ever asked me this, but, you know, Hawaii, everyone claims the Hawaii coffee is the best coffee and all that stuff. With I got to say, coffee too dark and coffee. oily, not my, not my type for me, so I like... I get my coffee from a place in Chicago called Intelligentsia, and they send me um, a five-pound bag once a month. I'm on the, I'm like, I have the auto ship, you know, set up. I get five pounds of Black Cat, you know, not the super, or, not the organic, uh, you know, uh, fancy one or whatever. Just the regular Black Cat, and I get them. They send Maybe me. Maybe we can make them a sponsor. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> I get the five pound bag shipped to me. I'm on, on auto ship and uh, they send it to me. It's like, so it's like, it's perfect timing. You know, I go through exactly. that, that amount and uh, 
Yeah, I'm on the auto ship from. I lived in Chicago for a long time. I loved Intelligentsia, and when I left, I just signed up for auto ship, and they've been auto shipping ever since. And I'm, I love, I'm I love what, it. Like I said, I got a bag right here. I'm what I'm what you call an easy customer for them. Uh, the low maintenance, and it's just I don't switch there brands. I don't switch anything. They just I don't even switch credit cards. They just keep going. You know, I make sure like if my credit cards, you know, and your credit cards expiring, so like you have to update accounts. It's like that's like the first one on my list, you know, because I know that's it's hilarious. Like, so it's like that's the one you don't want to mess up. You know, it's like where's my coffee? You know? Every morning, I figured I'd wait to have my first coffee when I came right on the air with you live. So I was sitting here Jones and hoping it didn't mm. get cold. It stayed hot. I have the uh, I have the uh, Technivorm. Uh, 471 with my intelligentsia. I don't mess around when it comes to. When it comes I love to, it. I love it. I have the three C's in my life coffee, cigars, cycling. Actually, it's coffee, cycling, cigars. Nice. <laughs> I used to be a cigar smoker, but I am, uh, I've kind of let go of that over the years because no, I smoked I cigarettes too. And when I quit cigarettes, it made it hard to, to stay quit when I was smoking. I did, I smoked cigars at first. I just found it a little tough. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I'm not saying I would never smoke a cigar again. I'm just saying. No, that, no, I you know, get it. I'm just saying that it's it's hard. Well, I'm, when I'm on the bike and I'm dying, I say to myself, "Well, at least I can finish with a fine cigar." Yeah, that's what I say. Believe me, get me to you know. I talked. And you're I'm, looking good, man. After that injury, you're looking all it's it's. Up. I'm coming back. My head is my memory is not what it was, and uh, my uh, I saw a good scar going right here. But other than that, a little bit of dental work, and we're 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 getting there. So, uh, have you gone back out on the blades or no? No, I'm retired. Um, I'm back on the Nordic track, the cross country ski machine, and uh, going for morning walks with the dog. So, uh, gonna have to just uh, admit it, I'm old, and uh, go from there. But uh, I certainly thank the uh, people that made my helmet. I don't remember the name of the brand, but it was one of those really expensive, fancy ones, and I'm way glad that I got that. But like I said. My memory isn't quite the same as it was. I'm hoping that it comes back. And the doctors, well, they say, whatever. It'll, you know, we'll deal with it. Sometimes it takes a while. But um, yeah. anyways, new to the site, not new to the sports betting world. You're not really a handicapper or a game no. picker, which is different from anyone that we've had on our site. Um which I'm always looking for different people. I thought that we had a pretty full roster, you know, and I think of people, but normally um, people, I get emails every day. People want to join the site and I tell them, well, my roster is full, roster full. But if I have someone that's different, that's, and I always say to them the same thing. If you have something that we don't have and, you know, studying lines and finding value isn't, isn't something that we don't have, you know? Right, but right, right. If you have something that we don't have, we're interested. So explain this to our audience exactly what you do. It's like you have, you've been in the industry forever, right? It's like you're a dinosaur years, in the industry. More, years, more yeah. so than I am. Yeah. More so than like big years, Al yeah. dinosaur-ish, you know? Right, correct. So, exactly. Right? So it's like, but you, through all these years, learning to handicapping and the style of handicapping and all stuff, you have some knowledge of this, right? So you understand oh, yeah, it all, yeah. oh. but, it, but it's not your thing. Your thing is... I know these guys that do all the heavy lifting, that have the track records, that find all these things. I just go with what well, they it, say. It, it, in the true sense of a business, you delegate responsibility to people that are specialists in what they actually do. So I, was the, I got in this business, believe it or not, when I was 15 years old. I'm 50, so 35 straight years doing nothing else. Um, 
And the, I came up under a gentleman um, who's no longer alive, uh, Larry Duke. And, and he basically was a horse handicapper because we're based in Baltimore, Maryland. We're about five minutes from Pimlico Racetrack where they run the Preakness. So the traditional world of handicapping is usually applied to horses first. And he was a lines maker and he used to make lines and rely on very large betting groups to move the money pre-internet. So you hear about like the computer group, if you Google the computer group, in early 80s, people taking down Vegas for millions of dollars, the original life story of Billy Walters, et cetera, et cetera. All these major betting groups, what they would do is they would make their own line against the line that was only available in the paper, not on a screen. So what he did is instead of trying to handicap, he wanted to know where these major betting groups were actually moving their money. And you figured, you, why recreate the wheel? Opinions are like, you know what, everybody has them. Why can we recreate the wheel? So he developed a network around the country of all these major betting groups that when they when they would make their lines and make their plays, he would get that information. And we started selling that information as advice, as what you call picks. But we were never claiming to actually be the actual handicappers. Now, obviously, being immersed in the business, I have a lot of handicapping knowledge. I can talk ERAs and stats and trends with the best of them. But in the reality is of the situation, like, for instance, this week, our new product that I launched on your site, uh, the Dime Club Telegram channel, we're up uh, 9.87 units for the week. Right. Well, so the not- difference between the Dime Club, though, which is in you can't compare it to our regular product. And Correct. I bet, like the picks that I put out as my premium picks and our handicapper, I bet those picks, okay? <laughs> Everyone knows I don't just bet them, I bet them degeneratively. Now, Dave Miller and I will argue about what's a degenerate gambler or whatever. He claims that I can't be a degenerate and a value better at the same time. And I, you know, I want that degenerate tag. He thinks that I'm, I'm not as square as I claim to be. And, and, you know, we'll continue to argue that till, till the cows come home. And we're gonna actually going to argue, it, well. we're gonna argue yeah. it live this week because I want right. everyone to get involved with it and uh, with Micah as well. But, um, you know, the Dime Club, the, the unfair advantage that it has over the other picks if you're going apples to apples, which it is not an apples to apples product. And that's why it is done differently is because the Dime Club is based on late information while the regular premium picks, we have to get these in by 12 o'clock or early in general. I already posted my premium play today online. Because that's the format of the product because we have a global audience. Um, We have different people. We have some people that need to go to the casino to bet. So they need to be able to get those picks early and they need to know, hey, 12 o'clock rolls around, all of my picks are in for the day, right? right? I'm locked in. These are the picks. There's not going to be this pick at six o'clock at night that I missed. There's not going to be any of these things at 12 o'clock. I'm good. But with the dime club, you're expecting the pick late because, or at least closer to game time on Saturdays, I'm going to guess on college football or something. It could be a little earlier. Well, so there might be more than one, right? And it's I, like, well, yeah, I'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but so the dime club is a different product. And the other thing about the dime club is, is that this is not for everybody. Right. I always say that pick dogs is for everybody and we have something for everybody. We have free picks. We have our YouTube channel. We have premium picks. We have reasonably priced. We have $19 picks. We have the consensus report. We've got our, like I said, our YouTube channel, thousands of videos, way more than everybody else. Free picks on the website, betting tools on sports chat place, free picks on sports chat place. We have betting instruction coming up, um, you know, so on and so forth. 
but this is our first really higher end product, right? And this is well, this is a higher end product for people with larger bankrolls. Right, and because basically my motto is always, if you wanna be the 1% that actually makes consistent money as a living where you have no, this is not fun, this is your job, what what the, the the correlate and I did that on today's video which you'll post later is to be I always say my motto for 35 years to be part of the one percent club you should only risk one percent of your bankroll so the way guys like Dave Miller play is if they're betting a thousand dollars a game they're working off a hundred thousand dollar bankroll now you and I both know most people are opening up a legal account or they're dealing with offshore or whatever and they're not betting one percent of their bankroll they could be betting 10 20 30 40 50 60 70 percent of their bankroll <laughs> degenerate style hey. trust me I, I've been listen, sitting I'm, I've been I, sitting I've been sitting at the sports book with a stack of tickets and not a penny in my pocket to even tip the waitress and just a box of Cheez-Its that was left over in my hotel room. Um, exactly. I've, I've been there. I'm not proud of it, but I admit it. But it's, a, it's, a, it's it, look, there's also that excitement, dopamine, enjoyable factor of betting, not just the ROI investment side of it. So with the Dime Club, it becomes, it can be very boring. I always say like the guys that win the most are, are the, what I call boring betters, right? So they don't play every game. Like, you know, for instance, my premium play, I already posted it. It's my early play. I posted it at 945. I have algorithms and I have all these quant guys behind the scenes. The best play of the day. Hey, we put it out there. Hopefully it wins. But yesterday was a perfect example. My premium play of the day was Oakland plus one and a half. It lost five to two. But right around six o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we got word from our group that specializes only in totals. We put that out on the Telegram channel, 3-0. and Then we got a word from a, a group that only does sides. We put that out on the Telegram channel, 1-1. One and one, But because they were underdogs, you actually scalped a little bit of money. So I go 0-1 on the premium channel. If you purchase that, I'm sorry. You have your guarantee to use anywhere you want if you don't want to use it with me, as you know. And But you can use we wound up going 4-1 four, four and one for the day on our Telegram channel. Oh, exactly. It's, you know, and, and it's not going to win every game. It's, it's no. not, you know, and, and we're going to talk more about this with Dave and Mike and, and with Eric, you know, on these shows over, over time, um, maybe even on some live shows later on dedicated to, to this sort of thing. But we're going to start talking more about the long game, you know, because I get the emails. I get the things. I hate losing. I mean, I am a bad loser. And you could ask anyone that works with me behind the scenes as part of our tech team or part of our other team. When I had a losing day, you don't even want to be around me at the team meeting. You know, so everyone's saying, right. everyone's saying I hope Mitch wins on Tuesday. So our Wednesday morning meeting, you know, is going to be okay. But the thing is, is that if you have the right strategy and you continue to stick with it, over the long haul, you're going to win. And that's why when you hear Dave Miller say, I lost $100,000 in a day and I didn't even bat an eyelash, you know, because I know, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hit, well, you know, over time, well, I'm it, going to win. Um, what, what's interesting is being in this business and I don't have any other job. This is not like, this is all I do. This well, that's is mo most of our guys. Sorry. Right. I'm a one trick pony, right? Same office, same location since I'm 15. Um, here, here's what's interesting. From so is that you, Mark, does that mean you live in your mom's basement? Yeah, right, exactly. My mom's basement. <laughs> uh, I'm actually at home right now, but in future videos, you'll see me at the office. Um, Mar March 11th, 2020 to July 26th, 2020. No U.S. sports due to COVID, right. right? So I'm sitting here for the first time in my life like, what is going on? Like, wow. That was all of us.
Right. But here's what was interesting from a professional wise guy point of view, syndicate betting group, analytical quant, not handicapper, not fan. Took him about 48 hours to retool the, the machine, so to speak. Nicaraguan soccer, Chinese baseball, Taiwan KBO, uh, Belarus soccer. We didn't miss a beat. And the clients were like, I don't understand how you're, you don't follow this. You don't watch this. And I go, it's numbers. These, these guys, these, these, these guys that are actually putting up the, they're not even fans. Of course. Give them any. That's the whole thing. Like Dave Miller, he couldn't name, you know, 10 college basketball players. My son, who, the reason why I'm at my house, the pool opens today. Uh, so my son's upstairs getting ready for the pool. He's 18 years old. He can out talk me on stats, trends, players we talk I, I mean literally it's a joke he laughs at me he's like oh, by the way my son you're gonna like love this he loves miami to win the whole thing a lot of people are on denver again i'm not a capper but I'm just since you're a miami guy you're down in you know you love miami you're backing miami uh, a lot of people in my office have been going back and forth with junior uh saying he's crazy Obviously, Denver's minus 280 to win the whole thing if they play Miami on the futures ticket. I, I'm, I'm not being partial. I would just say that I kind of see the value in Miami when they – because I, I agree with you. They either win today or they win game seven. I don't, I'm not – I don't see – again, we could both be wrong, obviously. I don't see Boston coming back. All um, right. Well, we got to get to today's pick. We got other people <laughs> – to come on the show we'll Sorry have you back that. for a, we'll have you back you know much more often on the show and of course we'll, we could do a whole show just talking about this stuff as well but anyways let's get to your pick Maryland. for today and this is what everybody wants to hear but anyways this is eric it's a good introduction to him and yes, he'll sir. have plenty more to say obviously eric could probably do a 24-hour broadcasting network with himself we'll put him with some of our other guys maybe with mike davis or something they just need just a lot of coffee all right. Well, let's, I am in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm coming with Kramer. Coming with Kramer. We lost yesterday 12-2. to 2. I don't expect him losing this game. Cheap price, 20 cents. Take Baltimore. They're the most profitable team in all of baseball to date last year as well as this year. I'm rolling with Kramer at 405 East. All right. The thing about the Orioles, second best record. And the reason why that they've had the second best record is not because they win every game. It's because no. they don't lose back-to-back -back games. And that has been the thing with the Orioles. I think it's eight in a row coming off of a loss that they've been able to come back with the win. And that is the whole thing is that you're not going to win them all. But if you can avoid stringing no. together those losses going to be, end up pretty good. But anyways, Eric, one more pitch here for the Dime Club. or um... Yeah, if you guys, a lot of people have been asking if they want access to the records, they can send me a text message if you want me to give out the number. I'll send them all the records because they're not posted on the site. It's 775-636-7676. They can just send a text message results. As you know, are aware of all the results in the Telegram channel, I'll just send them a spreadsheet of all the results till we figure out how to get the results up on the site like the rest of all the products you have. You can up. find out more about the Dime Club. Click on the Premium Picks tab. We've got the phone number there. We've got the phone number all over the website, and we got a video there where I talk about exactly what it is, which is pretty much what we just said here. But anyways, Eric, welcome to our crew. Well, so hopefully, you. hopefully you're back tomorrow. We do this every day, so or on the weekends, and then um, we have a, an evening show. Plus, we could also add you to some of our other shows if that's awesome. what you choose to do. But anyways, and I thanks. do have one premium, one Pathy's play of the day online as well, and it's a late dog available online. One How game. much? 
uh, forty uh, ninety nine dollars. There you go. Three, three day guarantee. Oh, so it's it's part of the three day package. Exactly. All right. Thanks. Thanks, you Eric. Got it, buddy. We'll see you soon. As Eric, obviously, um, tried to go into the filibuster. We slowed him down a little bit there. But uh, we'll bring on Jay Briggs, who's been very patient back there. Jay, how's it going? I don't think you what's expected up, the up, Eric up? filibuster there. But at the same time, I think that Eric um, had some pretty good information. It was fun to hear that stuff. I don't get to hear it all. And it's like, you know, I own the website. So, you know, a lot of different people involved. Now I got so many, you know, things have gotten so big. I have people that advise me on certain things and just help me. Kind of everyone stays in their lane. So I knew we had the Dime Club. I understand a good portion of it. But when people call the number for the Dime Club, they're not calling me because I'm not exactly sure of that. I have access to the information from it. But it's like I got 10 million other things going on, too. But uh, I'm interested. <laughs> they're making money. I'm I'm interested. For sure. I was listening. He faded my Rangers. He faded them yesterday. He faded them today. I'm not really mad at him today, though. He got Heaney on the mound. Y'all know how I feel I about thought the I thought the Rangers yesterday, they're not going to hit. They, I mean, they hit. Hey, man. I, I've been beating the table all season telling y'all the Rangers are back. Um, no, I, better I, I, I've, I've been on it. So Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but I've today, been, uh, Heaney on the mound. I've been fading my heat like no one's business. So, uh, got two two game winning streak going on right now. <laughs> Longest streak in a while. <laughs> I know. You know, that was my favorite spot in the regular season. Uh, that's what it was. And uh, there is some hate. Uh, you and Big Al were talking earlier. There is a little bit of hate there from 2006 and uh, when they robbed us. But, you know. Well, we had the big discussion with uh, Wayne about um, Spence and Crawford. Um, you know, I, 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 like I said, I always believe it when I see it when they get into the ring. That's why I'm not big on scalping tickets for boxing unless you're scalping them right outside the arena um, or, you know, the day of on, you know, the normal ticket scalping sites. Um, it's because I never believe that the fight's going to actually happen until it get, they get into the ring. How many times do we see it in the UFC where they cancel the fight, you know, the day of, you know? Yep. Of the, and it's the head, they don't care if it's the headliner or not. The, the show goes on. So, uh, you know. But yes, sir. This one, I certainly hope it goes, and I'll certainly be there with you. Me too, man. Uh, this is going to be one of those ones. Um, I think this is going to be one of the ones that, you know, my generation, we talk about till you know, we're, we're gone. I think um, this is one of those level fights. And, you know, Spence from, from the Dallas area, I followed him from a long time. This is the one. This is the one. Well, and I'm excited. It's the one until there's the next one is the yeah. way it generally works <laughs> with this sort of thing. Um, for sure. Uh, there'll be others um, for sure. It's, it is a loaded division. So, uh it is. Uh, boxing, I will say, man, I think this is the most exciting year of boxing by far. And um, I'm excited for the future of boxing as well. Yeah, I thought that Davis body punch, you know, was, was kind of an uneventful finish to that other fight. But um, I think it leads to a brighter you know, future. Sometimes that happens. Um, anyways, what do you got cooking for us today? Today, today, today. I'm going to go hockey, man. Nobody was talking hockey today. So I'm going to go hockey. I'm going hometown hero, man. I'm taking the stars on the money line. As I do think this series is not as over as many people think, man. The stars, every time they get punched in the mouth, man, they love to respond. That's been the attribute of this stars team this season to bounce back. 
Um, got down early in that last one, got the power play, put the goal in. And then from there, got down again. And then just the resilience of this team. I think they go to Vegas today and shock the world and send this thing back to Dallas. I think these two teams are very um, close than I think most people think. I think these two teams are very evenly matched. And I think as a whole, I think Dallas steps up defensively today. Um, I think that's where they were lacking in those first few games. I think defensively is where they step it up. And uh, I trust the offense to continue to do what it did in that last game, you know, be scrappy. Um, you know, Vegas kind of controlled that third period, in my opinion, but Dallas still find a way to hang in there. And in overtime, they got their overtime woes off their back because they've really struggled in overtime in the postseason. But I expect them to get this one done today, getting plus money. I think it's a good place to be, man. Give me the stars on the money line. Well, the cards are definitely stacked against the stars in this one. It's going to be a tough uh, hurdle to, to climb to get to the NHL fly- finals, take on the Panthers, another Florida team, which of course the capital of hockey four years in a row, <laughs> sending a team to the finals, state of Florida. Yeah, um, Florida has been, you know, producing some good hockey recently. This year is kind of crazy. You wouldn't think of any of these places as, you know, uh, hockey towns. But, you know, the Stars, they've definitely got me way more interested in hockey this season. And I don't think their season ends today. We'll find out soon. What do you got going on at Pick Dogs today? Yes, sir. I have uh, my NBA gym session play, my favorite play in the NBA today. Game six should be a really good game. I think it's going to be. You know, probably the best game of the series. <laughs> you got hammered in the comments. It was just didn't even let you finish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I also think uh, I have my MLB play of the day as well up there. And I have, a you know, those two plays in a three-pack with another play. So you can scoop all that up over at Pig Dogs Premium. Wow. What kind of Homer non-handicapping analysis was that? <laughs> We're all guilty. We've all done that before, you know. I mean, Eric's talking about betting Chinese baseball over here. It's like, nah, we don't have a we don't have a gambling problem. What the hell are you talking about? It's like, it's like we're betting Nicaraguan soccer and Chinese baseball. Yeah, and you don't have a you don't have a problem. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Be like that. (laughs) Be like that, man. All right, Jay. We'll see you tomorrow, and of course. uh, Looking forward to your NBA final jam session for Thursday's Heat Nuggets game. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I'll see y'all on uh, Monday night or Monday morning. All right. <laughs> no, you won't. It'll be Thursday. Anyways, last but not least, we've got Chris Ruffalo on the board. Chris has gone to the pink lighting to the background as opposed to the blue he was using all week. A lighter approach to him and, you know, kind of gentler Ruffalo. Won't be any touching the WNBA like Rod's. Right? I don't know where the hell that came from. Sounded like, like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. Yeah, he sounded like the Tasmanian, sounded like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. It's like, I better <laughs> tell me to get some live bait before I get where I head home. Is that what you're telling me? It's like, uh, yeah, I think I think he was rolling with the uh, the Tasmanian devil thing a little too long, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I decided to switch it up today. The, the pink lighting, I needed a little bit of a, soft, like you said, softer approach to uh, to today's action. Crazy bastard. Anyways, how's it going over at Pick Dogs? <laughs> Doing all right. You know, I had a, a great day yesterday, looking to carry it forward into today. Uh, 
He said some great some great action on the board today. It's been a good month for you overall. I know you had a couple of rough days there, and then yesterday yeah. bounce back day. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a little bit tough. Sometimes you know you see the board a little bit clearly than uh, than others, but uh, yeah, great week, and you know just looking forward to like the next couple of months, just honing in on baseball, and then all of a sudden we'll blink, and all of a sudden college football will be back. So I'm excited for it. What do you got for everybody today? Uh, today I'm going to go to the NL Central. I'm going to look at this matchup between the uh, the Cubs and the Reds, and I'm just not understanding the love for Jamison Tyone. I mean, I, this is a guy that was an outcast from uh, from the Yankees. Chose to go to, to Wrigley. You know, last year I get he's a 14 game winner, a sub four ERA this season. 0 and three, an 8.10 ERA. Across seven starts for the Cubs as a team, 0-7 in Tyone starts this year, giving up at least three runs in six of his seven starts. Uh, but the thing for me is that, you know, he wasn't terrible in April, but he had a stint on the injured list, comes back, and in four starts in the month of May, a 12.08 ERA, not going to get it done. Now, Brandon Williamson, this is a guy, you know, a prospect, top 10 prospect from the Reds organization, a five-pitch pitcher, relies a lot on uh, a lot of off-speed stuff. And, I think he could have some success here against the Chicago Cubs. You know, he already pitched a tough outing in uh, in uh, in uh, in Colorado at Coors Field. Went five and two thirds in, gave up just one run on two hits, had six strikeouts in that game. Um, like I said, this for me maybe it's a pure fate of Jameson Tyone more than anything else. But I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Reds at plus one forty five. They looked really good on uh, on Friday. Maybe it was because of the strong start from Hunter Green. But uh, I like the Cincinnati Reds here. I like the plus money. I'm just not laying. Plus one se- or minus one seventy with Jameson Tyone in any any alternate universe. So, give me uh, give me the uh, the Cincinnati Reds here. Gotta say, um, there we go. All right, yeah, uh, I'm with you on this one. I do not understand the love for Tyone. I do not. The Cubs are not hitting the baseball at all either. I'm I'm on the alternate reverse run line here with the uh, Reds in this thing. They absolutely smoked the Cubs yesterday, and uh, I think they smoke them again here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at the last, pretty much the last month for the Cincinnati Reds playing 500 baseball last uh, last 30 games, 15 and 15. The Cubs, you know, falling and can't get up. Three and seven in their last 10, 10 and 20 in their last 30. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, lo- I love in the comments how everyone's like saying, "Hey, I bet Chinese baseball." <laughs> tell you man you, you never lived until you bet madden simulated football it was uh those those were <laughs> the boon still remember the bundesliga <laughs> and, and the uh, the freak out behind the scenes i don't want to do bundesliga soccer anymore oh, belarus soccer everything's gonna be okay it's gonna be fine. He puts head on the shoulder, starts rubbing his head. It's gonna be okay. It's fine. Shh. Fine. Shh. It's okay. Oh man, yeah, those were the days. Well, what are you selling today at Pick Dogs? Uh, today, got a nineteen dollar NHL power play. My favorite play from that Golden Knights and Stars game tonight. Also got a uh, three pack from MLB. My Saturday MLB triple play. And uh, also got all the long-term packages as well. This is the best time to hop on. Got a bonus NHL and NBA play in there for uh, for long-term subscribers as well. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, make it a winning day. Appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow and, of course, Monday through Friday, which Chris Ruffalo will approve. (laughs) Chris Ruffalo? Picky ran.
<laughs> tricky ran. Tricky ran. <laughs> We're not even going to give it the tricky. <laughs> tricky ran. <laughs> Make it a winning day, everyone. We appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to check out our premium picks. Use the discount code PICK. Get 15% off. And as Rod said, rap that back. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. <laughs>